0: Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Don't sweat the technique. And is this a master plan? The number to call in is 347 637 3220. I'll say that again because I always do. 347 637 3220 is the
1: place
0: to be. If you want to talk to the master, and you know that's me. Got a great show in store for you today. Um, Week six in the world of the NFL in reality and in. Fantasy. Bye weeks are for Dallas, Oakland, St. Louis, and Tampa Bay. So, any of the players, if you're paying attention, you know it has a bye week right on 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 the uh, right side of that player. When you look at your lineup, that means you don't play him. Hello. Otherwise, you get zero points for that guy, unless you are, want to do that. Uh, then you got to make your moves. Hopefully, you made some moves here. I'm going to try to help you to make some moves today. And maybe going into the future, picking some guys up. Got a couple of special gems that I think uh, are going to surprise some people today. Hopefully, I'm right. Um, but it is what it is. I'm trying for you. Let me tell you, people. I'm trying for you. I'm trying to get you... Get you get you to be successful if you're listening to me every Sunday morning before all the other shows jump in at ten thirty 11, 11.30, whatever they jump in before the games start. I jump in at ten o'clock I'm trying to give you things that I see um and hopefully they'll help you and then if it's a coincidence that they happen to pick the same teams or i mean game uh pick the same players, it could be um. Uh, who knows, but I'm giving you – I'm trying to lay my knowledge out there for you. I'm not just tooting my horn. I'm just trying to lay my, my knowledge, in, in my opinion, I should say, on uh, some players that other other owners in your leagues may not be looking at that you can just pluck from that waiver wire, insert them into your lineup because of your bye week, and hopefully they uh, um, benefit you and get you a win – for this week in your matchup, all right. Like I said, we got um, a slate of games. Four teams are not playing t- th- this weekend, and I'll say it again Dallas, Oakland, St. Louis, and Tampa Bay. They're all on the box. Everyone else is full go unless they're injured. Understand that you got to pay attention to those injury uh, reports and who's maybe playing and who's not. Uh, Quite naturally, at 1 o'clock games, they come out around uh, 11.30, give or take. Uh, They trickle in. And you know who's a a go, who's been questionable or doubtful, uh, and who may be uh, sitting out there um, in your lineup that all of a sudden you realize he's an out. He's an O, meaning he's out, and you need to uh, substitute a guy. And uh, hopefully you have someone, or I may get you someone, to do that. All right. Let's get started. Why not? I mean I'm I'm sitting here in my uh Houston Texans jersey on. I always when they're playing on Sunday, I'm I'm playing too. I'm playing too. So I got my jersey on, I'm ready to go, ready to fruit for my team, regardless of what their record is and where they're at in the standings and how they're playing. I'm 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 there. I'm there and hope you, hopefully you are too. And I, you know, I, I got criticized and, I, and I'm going to go off on a t- tangent here. I got criticized um, a couple of weeks ago or was the last, week? know a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it happened to be on a Thursday night. Indianapolis was playing uh, my Houston Texans. And I happened to have a player that was on in, uh, on Indy in my fantasy lineup. And, uh, Uh, I was in a group chat, and um, things weren't going my way for my player on Indy, even though they were playing against my team. And one of the things I um, text back was, you can root for your fantasy player if it's going against your team and still root for your team. Just because you're rooting for your player to do well doesn't mean you don't want your team to win. Now, if you have an a, uh, opposite opinion or think uh, that I'm, I'm wrong about that, call, call me. You know the number, 347-637-3220. Call in, voice your opinion. But I firmly believe that. If you have a fantasy player or two going against your team that you're a fan of, you can root for that fantasy player because you you want to win your fantasy match but you also can root for your team to win the game just because the fantasy player does well doesn't mean your team um can't win the game you can have the both uh, both uh you can have uh the, both of the two worlds and 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 uh um reap the rewards i can't see a reason by what's wrong with that anyway Let me get get off on a tangent here. Let's talk about the first game that's – we're going to go 1 o'clock games, 4 o'clock games, 8.30 game, and then Monday night. That's how we roll it, and that's how we're going to do it again today. So the first game out there, and it's just by coincidence, um, I'm going by (coughs) the weather, NFLweather.com. It it gives you all the the, uh, match-ups the team matchups, and also gives you um, the weather. So that's what I'm going by. And then I go into the um, what I see for each team and the fantasy fantasy relevance of uh, both sides of the, of the matchup. So the first thing is the Redskins visiting the New York football Jets. Now, she used to be my former team. Um, and so, so I, I think I have a pretty good knowledge of The workings of the team even though it's a new coaching staff new regime including the front office it's supposed to be a balmy 47 degrees and partly cloudy so that means it's 47 um and there's got to be a wind chill because it's it's met met life so there's always a uh, um wind in there it's saying it's 12 miles 12 miles per hour uh, and it's northwest so that means that it's a colder wind and that means it, it may be 47, but uh, um, even though the sun may be out, it's probably a little chillier than that quite naturally. Anyway, uh, it's partly cloudy, and uh, like I said, it's a 47-degree. Let's talk about the uh, Washington and New York Jets matchup. I don't pick winners. I pick players, just players, buds and studs. I mean, excuse me, buds and, and – and, um. Duds, I should say. Not buds and studs. Buds and duds. Um, one, one of my buds, and we'll go on the uh, – because I see more on the um, Jets side than I do on the the um, Washington side. Um, I like Chris Ivory. I, I really like Chris Ivory in this. I think the uh, Washington Redskins, even though they're number four, are one of the best running defenses in, in the National Football League. And, they're in, and in fantasy, number four, in preventing fantasy points against the quarterback and the running back. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, number 21 against uh, the pass, meaning uh, number 21 against wide receivers, I should say. So I see Chris Ivory, even though that's the case, uh, the Jets um, like to run the football. Plain and simple. They're going to run the football. Ground and pound has m- uh, migrated from Rex Ryan over to um, Todd Bowles. They're going to run the football. Defensive minded coach, for the most part, defensive minded coaches like to be conservative, run the football, play sound defense. Well, quite naturally, that Jets have one of the best defenses in the league. Number two against the running back, number two against quarterback in uh, preventing fantasy points. Number ten, so they have a top top ten um, uh, against what? Excuse me, against wide receivers, uh, preventing fantasy points. So. Um, Washington uh, is going to have a difficult time, but I like Chris Ivory. You got Chris Ivory. uh, You expect uh, close to 100 yards. I'm thinking about 100 yards in here and and, uh, a a trip into the end zone because I think the Jets will be able to move the football. And uh, because Washington is uh, on the lower part of the preventing fantasy points against the wide receiver, I like uh, Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker. I think Brandon Marshall has proven himself to be a uh uh wide receiver one without a shadow of a doubt um targeted uh, 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 a lot um since he's been a jet and Ryan Fitzpatrick quite naturally makes sure that Brandon Marshall gets his uh, his uh, um his targets targets equal opportunities opportunities equals uh production in my in 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 my case in my opinion I should say so I'm thinking Brandon Marshall is going to get a bill, six or seven catches a bill, and probably get into the end zone, along with uh, Eric Decker. I don't I think Eric Decker is going to get a bill. I'm thinking he's going to be about 50 to 60 yards, uh, somewhere around there, four or five catches, and a, a trip into the end zone. Um, if you're in a two-quarterback lead, I would say Ryan Fitzpatrick would be a decent play. Quite naturally, somebody has to throw the football to those two wide receivers, so I'm saying that Ryan Fitzpatrick could be a decent play in a two-quarterback league. One quarterback, you're hurting for a um, a uh, uh, quarterback. I guess you could j- put him in there, but don't expect spectac- spectacular numbers. Talking about uh, 15, 16, 17 points, somewhere around there, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick can probably give you if you if that's what your expectations are from your quarterback. Well the other side. Uh like I said, you, I gave you the numbers in preventing fantasy points uh on, on, on the positions uh that the Jets uh, uh, are good at. So don't play Kirk Cousins. Um I, I don't I wouldn't suggest it. Not against this, not against the Jets uh being playing at home. Coming off a bye no less. So they have two weeks to prepare for this Washington Redskin team. And I have a um a a uh small um I have a small uh, uh, small interest in this against Mr. FSP, who happens to be a Washington Redskins fan. told him at the beginning of the season uh, two things. First, the Washington Redskins would not beat the Miami Dolphins in the first week. I think they played them in the first week, if I'm not mistaken. I'm, and I'm right about that. And uh, they lost. I also said, against the AFC East, the Washington Redskins would not win one game. Well, they've lost against Miami they're about to play uh the Jets who are top in defense and the next stop um it not really make a difference whether it's New England or Buffalo they're going to have a difficult time so uh i think my prediction of them losing to the um to the uh uh AFC East it will come true and uh, i'll reap the rewards of that uh, uh um That the uh, uh uh thing we that we me me, me 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 and Mr FSP have anyway. Let's move on to the next game on the uh, uh, agenda, and that would be the Arizona Cardinals and Bruce Arians going back and visiting the Pittsburgh Steelers, who didn't renew his contract when he had it. They had a chance to back in I think 2011. Ben Roethlisberger holds a lot to Bruce Arian, um, uh, two-time coach of the year. He went from the Steelers and helped uh, Ben Roethlisberger, um, and then he moved on to the uh, um, Indianapolis Colts and worked wonders with Andrew Luck. And then he got his own coaching job, his real official coaching, head coaching job with the Arizona Cardinals and uh, uh with another quarterback in uh, Carson Palmer I told the my nephew before the beginning of the season pay attention to the offensive coordinators pay attention to the offensive coordinators and I have if you if if for the most part if you look at my lineups I paid attention to the offensive coordinators and the offense they run to get to gather the players, whether it's a running back, quarterback, or wide receiver. I touted this guy because I know the numbers that he had um, prior to him getting hurt last year. Now I'm talking about Carson Palmer. I, I, I noted what uh, Larry Fitzgerald because I targeted both of them in my draft and got them both late than they should have been drafted. Um, because the fact is people had lost faith and thought that the Arizona Cardinals was an afterthought in, in, in quarterback, and especially in wide receiver in, in um, Larry Fitzgerald. Um, the numbers, uh, you can look them up. I don't have them in front of me, but the numbers with uh, Carson Palmer and Larry Fitzgerald from last year um, uh, jumped out at me. Jumped out at me. Before any of my fantasy drafts, and when I could, I picked them up at, uh, in my drafts. Trust me, I have him in. I have Carson Palmer, and more than I have Larry Fitzgerald. But I, when I get the two, the tandem together, it's lethal. It's lethal. So I'm I'm thinking here, uh, Larry Fitzgerald and. Uh, um Carson Palmer against that Pittsburgh deep pass defense? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Pittsburgh. It's not that bad. Number 14 against uh, preventing fantasy points for the wide receiver. Number 14. That's in the middle of the pack. But preventing fantasy points to the, to the quarterback? 21. 21. So the only problem I have is that Pittsburgh's pretty quick on the offense. I mean, excuse me, quick on the defense. And they're young. And they're getting better. So it's best to get Pittsburgh early part of the year because I think in the later part of the year, when they get more experience um, playing in, in this defense, because it's not Dick LeBeau, even though it's Dick LeBeau-type defense, uh, and they get more experience playing with each other, they're going to be uh, very formidable formidable defense in the latter part of the year. But I like Life Fitzgerald in this game big time. I like uh, uh Carson Palmer in here. I think he threw for three bills in this. Um so if you have a choice man and I have this I have this dilemma in uh at least one of my leagues, do I play Sam Bradford do I play Sam Bradford? Do I play uh Andrew Luck or do I play Carson Palmer? I'm playing Carson Palmer. I have more faith in Carson Palmer right now than I have in Andrew Luck. And I'm playing Carson Palmer. Now you may get burnt because there may be a shootout in New England. We'll get to that game. But I like Carson Palmer in this game. I think he had the better chance. Um uh and I and I and he's experienced in playing in the AFC North when he used to play for the Cincinnati Bengals. So he's 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 been there before. So this this is nothing new for Carson Palmer. So I like like I said, Carson Palmer, I uh, like uh, Larry Fitzgerald, <clears throat> and I even like John Brown. He spent summer with Carson Palmer trying to get a rapport with him. Um, his his production has been sporadic, but I think in this in this matchup, play John Brown in a, a flex position and you'll benefit because I think he, he'll ha- make a trip to the end zone uh, on a nice stretch play, um, uh, a deep play, uh, and get you. Instant fantasy points, uh, each instant double digits uh, with a touchdown and a 50- or 60-bomb, a 40- or 50-yard bomb, something like that. Andre Ellington is in the mix now, along with Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson is supposed to be the lead back, but they have Andre Ellington coming back, which is a lethal one-two option. And we have a caller here. Let's bring in this caller and see what he has to say.
1: Hey, gentlemen, we got Jersey in the house here. Hey, quick question. In my PPR sure. league, it's a, good, it's a good dilemma. I got one yes. call on the bye, Amari Cooper. I have Sammy yes. Watkins, who hasn't played in a while, who has played with Eli or, or Emmanuel, and only got maybe 30-some yards in a couple games that he was quarterback. Looks like he is going to start. I got an option in Travis Benjamin, who's got a tough matchup. not sure if uh, Lee is playing. I know Leib had an ankle injury, and they've only given up one touchdown to receivers. Then I have Aiken. Uh, from Baltimore, which Steve Smith may be coming back into play, although he did score some points week two and week four when Smith was there. So out of those three that Devontae Adams is hurt, which two do I play in a PPR league? Who do you like okay. this week?
0: Which, which two? Oh, you need two. He he has, got, he, you got Sammy Watkins,
1: Travis Benjamin,
0: and uh, Kamara Aiken. Well, let me put, put it this way. Uh, San Francisco is horrible against the pass. Um that that's one of them. Kamar Aikens is probably the primary uh receiver. I don't think Steve Steve Smith. You gotta w- look at the waiver um not the waiver but we gotta look at the uh injury report to see if Steve Smith is coming back. I don't think he's coming back this week. Uh so he's gonna be the primary receiver. Uh, I, I would go with Kamar Aiken and the other one, um wow, Travis Benjamin against Denver, um or um Jimmy Danny Watkins. Watkins. Sammy Watkins, who may or may not come back against Cincinnati. Um, you know
1: He's supposed to play because Percy Harvin is out. So McCoy and him are supposed to be back. What I'm seeing um, on TV, Percy Harvin will be out. But supposedly Watkins is supposed to be playing. And McCoy and Watkins was shooting his mouth off to the reporters that he wanted to get the ball more. But again, you know, is this a guy you wait and see one week and see what he does? Yeah, uh, you know, you know, I I would
0: have to, I would have to do this, you know. Even though that Cincinnati is 20th in preventing fantasy points uh, against the uh, wide receiver, uh, going up against Sammy Watkins versus um, Denver, uh, who is uh, they have one hell of a defense, especially at Denver backfield. Um, uh, I would have to go with
1: Cincinnati. Buffalo has Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know that. I'm, what I'm saying is that
1: yeah,
0: I, yeah, I, Cincinnati I, Cincinnati is about twentieth preventing fantasy points against the wide receiver versus right. Denver, who who is uh, number one against preventing fantasy points against the wide receiver and Travis Benjamin, who who's going to go up against that Denver uh, pass defense back there. Right. You know what? Um, even though Sammy Watkins is coming back, let me put it this way: you got to watch the injury report, make sure Sammy Watkins is playing. If he is, okay. I would put – it would be Sammy Watkins and Camir Aiken. I can't trust uh, Travis Benjamin, even though they're playing home against that uh, um, Denver defense. Uh, Aki Tlaib and T.J. Ward and company back there are really tough, um, and I don't know what kind of success Josh McGowan is going to have passing the ball. So I would have yeah, to say the two the two that you should go with is Sammy Watkins okay. and Camir Aiken. That's
1: what I was thinking because, like you said, I, I started, you know, Mar, Amari Cooper. I mean, you he, he got to start him no matter what. And I think he only got eight points last week against Denver, like you said. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and believe I, I could be hurt with his ankle, or who knows what. But like I said, I've never played Benjamin yet, but he's put up points, only several digits. I played Akeem last week, and he gave me eleven and a half. Like I said, I just pick up Watkins off the waiver wire this week. So, and my other gut is Devontae Adams on on the bench. Now, last question, and see what you think on this. Whether I, whether I keep Devontae Adams or not, uh, I have Brady and I have Deion Lewis, is always my flex. Um, do, do I drop uh, Devontae Adams for Brandon LaFell, who could come off next week? He's been doing some running and stuff. He had some ankle or whatever it was. I know it's a lot of mouths to feed, kind of like Green Bay, but do you like keeping Devontae Adams on your bench or do you like me drop him for LaFell? What's your feeling Ooh. on that, John? Um, next week they know what? Green Bay
0: has a buy. Uh, I, I, yeah, Green Bay's on a buy next week, so I would, I would probably pick pick up Brandon LaFell. Um, you, okay. you probably can can dump uh, Devontae Adams. Uh, he's, he's 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 whenever he gets healthy in the next two weeks, uh, three weeks now, because if he doesn't play this week, it'll be three weeks before they play again. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh. You don't know uh, where he's going to be at on the uh, pecking order. Uh, James Jones looks like he's gotten the second uh, second wide receiver um, um, position. Yeah, and Randall Cobb quite actually is the one, um, and it's probably be a re- rotation between him and being Devontae Adams and Ty Montgomery. And right. that's too many mouths too many mouths to feed, and too much uh, um, up in the air to uh, have him on the bench when you know that Tom Brady's going to spread the ball around and Brandon LaFell. Uh, and uh, he's probably going to take uh, Amendola's spot, if I'm not mistaken, uh, in that okay. in that pecking order. And yeah. I, I'd rather go with Brandon LaFell than uh, uh, Devonte Adams, and uh, and uh, be uh, confident that LaFell will produce more going to, in the future than, oh,
1: right.
0: than yeah, uh, Adams.
1: Because normally it will probably walk in if he can stay healthy and look good, and I'm already <laughs> because I, I always start, start too. <laughs> so like I yeah, said, they can down the road. Could be a dropable person. Who knows? I mean, he may be a number two with what to call up there. But like you said, I was very disappointed. Devontae Adams. You know, I was too, when mm-hmm. I picked up James Jones. He just took a. He just went to, the you know. He, he just is not nothing anymore. And I'm not saying you can't, but it seems to be Jones and Cobb are the main things. And like I said, the only right. ones what Montgomery might get some. But Adams, I was disappointed because I grabbed him like fourth, fifth round in some legs, and he just been a bust. So. I, I don't, I don't before.
0: know, I, I don't, I don't know what your roster limits are, but there's there's a, a wide receiver out there. Um, I don't know if, and, and this is this is a deep sleeper in my opinion. Uh, I'm going to talk about him later in the show, but I'm going to give you to him now because I, I, I really was impressed with this kid when he got his his chance. He comes right. out of Minnesota. Uh, he's a, a, a little known guy. Uh, when he got his chance, he he got uh, I think six or seven catches, close to eighty yards. Talking about Stephon Diggs, um, he looked like he's playing better than Charles Johnson and Jarius Wright in that uh, um, that offense, and he, they're going against a, a team that they can be passed on. So um, just think about that, Stephon Diggs out of Minnesota. Okay.
1: What do you think about that guy from Chicago, uh, that Wilson guy? I mean, Marquise again, Wilson. Yeah, if if if, <laughs> if, if 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 the other guys come back this week, which is possible, what's his name could be coming back, Jeffers. And, you know, what's called has been hurt. royal. I mean, the guy's done nice with them out there. He's been, I guess, a, a, a safety thing for what's-his-name, for Cutler. So that's why I right. was going to – because basically, like I said, you know, um, I, I, eventually it'll always be going to be Cooper. Maybe maybe not when they play in Denver in Week 16, but <laughs> it'll always be Cooper and maybe Wachin, if he's healthy, can do it. And I have those other guys to pull from if Wachins isn't, isn't going to be healthy. So I'm just trying to be proactive and say, all right, you know, do I stay with Devontae Adams? Or, like I said, do I have <laughs> to last year? fell's more of a long thing. And, and Brady does spread it out. But, again, I, I hope that he throws the Lewis, too, because I got Deion Lewis, you know what I mean, out of the backfield. So that's why it's great. Right. right, right. But too many down the road, Brady always starts to so as Lewis. I don't know if Devontae Adams or LaFell will ever see my, my lineup, but at least I got him on my bench. Nobody can use him against me. And if somebody does go down, I got a plug-and-play person you know, may give me 10 points or whatever in the PPR league. So that's why I figured I'd ask you, you know, what your gut feeling was telling you between those two. Yeah, well, you know what?
0: You know what? I, I, I'm not sure. You know, he, he was in there for a short time before he got hurt. Uh, and he was, he, in my opinion, he was a little inconsistent. I don't know if that's going to change once uh, uh, he gets healthy. And it seems like right. he's, he's got a high ankle strain, so who knows how long it's going to take for him to actually get healthy enough to get back on the field and be p- productive uh why why keep somebody on the, on the bench that um is is a speculation and and it's on the uh, negative side of that speculation uh versus somebody that may have some upside and and get and get get you um out of a pinch when you need a, a wide receiver so uh, i am thinking uh Brandon LaFell over Devonte Adams um and uh uh what ha- let me put it this way uh i don't know where you're at in, in your standings uh, if
1: you I'm playing th- a guy that's 4 and 1 in my division, and another guy in my division is 4 and 1. We're loaded. My kid's 3 and 2 in our division. He just put up weekly high last week. Our division is loaded. Put this way here I've scored 698 points, and I've had 771 scored against me. I've had the second <laughs> most. Scored. The other division is a joke, absolute joke. There's going to be five teams from our division making the playoffs. The division wow. winner, and, and the other four. The guy that is 0 and 5 is the bottom of our division. The other division is 3 and 2, 3 and 2, 3 and 2, um, 1 and 4, 1 and 4, and 0 and 5. They wow. Stick, wow. crushed them. Wow. Horrible, horrible division there. Their highest guys put up under 500 points.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: So I just blew out the last two weeks. Two of the people that are 3 and 2 in that division that were number one blew them out. Wow. That's what I'm saying. It's a joke division. So, it just happens to be, all, we changed it this year where the, you know, the two division winners make it, and the best four teams go in there. So, so let me, let me, let me,
0: so, so only four teams make the playoffs. Is that what you're
1: telling me? Uh, Six <clears throat> make it. So each division winner is two division. Each division winner gets it. Then after that, okay, it could be all four. The next remaining uh, four could be the right. Whoever had,
0: whoever had the best record after that, Correct. right? Correct. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. That's why. Okay. Um, uh, you know, I'm just trying to be, I had LaFell last year, because I had Brady, and I also had, uh, uh, Sanders, and I had Gordon, but he didn't play much, you know, Flash Gordon. Right. And, and Marshall got hurt. So, Right. Um, uh, you know, he can, he, he's more of a burner for them, I guess. But the bottom line is, um, yeah, he would probably take Emmondola's spot. He, he does throw a lot to Lewis out of the backfield. He hits what's it call in the middle, you know, uh, Edelman, then Gronk is Gronk. Gronk goes long, across the middle. So that's why I was wondering, you know, the both teams are, have a lot to feed, but both quarterbacks are good between Brady and Rodgers. So like I said, I said, Devontae Adams, man, I got him as, as a fourth-round a fourth pick when I heard Nelson went down. I said, here's a plug-and-play guy. And then all of a sudden, after the draft, they grabbed James Jones. Well, that's just right. put that in the crapper, you know what I mean? Right,
0: exactly, uh, yep.
1: That, yep. That's what I want to be on. All right, I'll do yeah, that. There.
0: And, and, and anybody, anybody past James Jones and Randall Cobb is a crapshoot. So I mean, you, you you may get production from them one week, and the next week they're they're, they're nowhere to be yeah, found. Yeah.
1: So well, listen, 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 I'll let you go. I'm actually I'm actually one of four in my other leg. I've won it a couple of times at the standard leg. I can't get anything right. going. My first pick was Lacy. My second pick right. was Gordon. My third pick Ooh. was Evans. My fourth pick was uh, was Dante a- a- Adams. My fifth pick was, was uh Matt Ryan. Ryan's only done anything. I picked up C B West, got uh Lewis, you know. So basically I got Lacy and Dion Lewis on this week. Everyone's on a bye. So I'm going with uh Alan Hearns, I picked him up off the waivers right. I'm going with uh Bolden. So uh, okay, but everybody, yeah. everybody late, late. off my you know Go ahead, I'm sorry. Everybody wants to trade me, trade me for they want Lacey. But they're not giving me anything. I said, Will you give me Lacey? I said, I'll give you Lacey, give me Grunt." I told the one guy, you know, the one guy wanted, uh, uh, was going to give me like I, like Ivory and somebody else. I'm like, I don't need any running backs. I need a tight end because my right. tight ends are horrible. So, right. uh, that's what I need. But, or I'm, I'll just live or die with Lacey. So, uh, I hear you. Little, well, he's, he, he should, work. he
0: should have a, a good, a good, uh, outing today against, um, San Diego. So, um, right,
1: and I, and I wanted to see what T. West would do because I have C. West, and I also have Gordon, and I also have Ryan Matthews. So you only start two, and there's no flex in this league. So like I said, I was a little weak at wide receiver, and I was weak at tight end with Abreon, and uh, I have Rogers from Green Bayner. I just couldn't get anything going there with, with you know with the tight end. So we'll see what mm-hmm. happens. But again, I appreciate your advice. Best of luck to you this week in the league you're in. And, Same to uh, you. Thanks, take my call. I appreciate it.
0: you have a nice day. You do the same. Take care.
1: Thanks, Bye bye. Bye. All right.
0: That was a caller asking a fantasy question. hopefully uh he seems like he's doing pretty well in in at least one of his leagues. Uh the other league he he's struggling in, which we all are uh fantasy players all know about that. Uh some leagues are are seem like uh, we we have the magic touch. The other one seemed like uh uh we uh dark cloud is is over our heads. Anyway. Let's get back to what I was talking about, and what I was talking about was the. Um, um, <clears throat> oh yeah, we got uh, a lot of a lot of time. To- a lot of time to make up. I'm talking about the Steelers and the, um, and the uh, um, Arizona Cardinals, and I-, I told you who I liked on the Arizona side, and quite naturally on the on the other side, Antonio Brown has spoken up through the media and said. Get me the damn ball. I want the ball. Give me the ball. Meaning he's talking to Mike Vick. Give me that damn ball. So Antonio Brown owners who have been absolutely um, crying over the last couple of weeks because uh, Michael Vick has not been getting Antonio Brown the ball. <clears throat> Quite naturally, his production has uh, suffered for it. Um I don't think anything's going to change today. We're talking about Patrick Peterson and company uh, at Arizona defense and knowing that Antonio Brown has said what he said, knowing that Antonio Brown is one of the best wide receivers, not the best wide receiver in the NFL right now, and in fantasy, uh, are going to try to shut him down and have the other players, Martavius Bryant, who's making his debut back, uh, uh, Darius Haywood Bay and Marcus Wheaton, along with the best running back in football. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, um, they're going to have to pick up the slack because I don't think Antonio Brown uh, gets double digits. You'll be lucky if he gets double double digits. Uh, Michael Vick is not the most accurate uh, quarterback in the uh, NFL, and that's probably one of the reasons why Antonio Brown has not been as productive as you would like. Uh, so I'm thinking – Darius Haywood Bay, who seems like has got a rapport with uh, Michael Vick. Yeah, Darius Haywood Bay. I know that's a whatever. This guy seems like he came to Pittsburgh and now learns what he's supposed to do when he was first drafted, is be able to catch the freaking ball. So he did well last week. I think he'll be doing well this week uh, because of the coverage uh, will be um, pushed over to um, Antonio Brown versus uh, Dar- Darius Haywood Bay and uh, uh, Martavius Bryan. Now, you can't expect Martavius Bryan. And, I, I, you know, as soon as I say this, and as soon as it comes out of my mouth, I could be eating my words. But I'm going to say it anyway because I'm not afraid to put myself out there. Martavius Bryan, this is his first game back. Playing not with Ben Roethlisberger. He's playing with Michael Vick. So I don't expect him to uh, to do that much. If he gets you six, seven points, I'll be surprised at a PPR. Trust me. I'll be extremely surprised. You're talking about Michael Vick. So you think that Michael Vick's going to spread the ball around. He's not a going to concentrate on one particular wide receiver, even though he does have rapport with Darius Haywood Bay. I think Haywood Bay gets into the end zone. I think, uh, uh, um, um, that's probably the only wide receiver that gets into the end zone. And, um, I think uh, the, the the Steelers are going to have a rough go at it, and Le'Veon Bell gets into the end zone, gets his 80 yards uh, um, on the ground, gets his 50 or 60 yards on the um, on it uh, in in pass catching. PPR, this is he's going to be gold. You, you know you're going to play. Uh, 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 excuse me, Le'Veon Bell. There's no two ways about it. So. The slim pickings for the fantasy uh, relevance for the uh, uh, players in, in um, um, Pittsburgh. All right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, we got to make some time up here because I uh, 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 spend a lot of time on the first two games. But the next game up is the Chiefs versus the Vikings. Now, a lot of people have jumped on the Chikandrick ch- 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 bandwagon because of the injury to Jamal Charles. Well, temper your expectations. They've, it's, the, the coaching staff, especially Andy Reid, says he's Charles-like, Jamal Charles-like. He's not Jamal Charles. Um, they're anxious to see, meaning the coaching staff, what uh, Charkandrick can do. Um, and so was the rest of the fantasy world. So he was the number one fantasy pick, and and I, and I understand it because a lot of people thought it was Niles Davis, and then uh, all the so-called experts, and he included Andy Reid, said Chica- Chikandrick. West is the backup, and he got the most touches after Jamal Charles went out last week. Um, but he's going up against a Minnesota defense, that's 17th against the run, and and, and coming off a of bye, playing at home. Temper your expectations, people. I don't think he's going to be doing that much. I really don't think. he plus, the fact is, if he's not successful, then they're going to move over to Niles Davis. So it's going to be a, basically a running back by committee, um, and uh, the the, uh, the production. 40 to 50 yards. He's going to be involved in the passing game. He may get you double-digit points. So he's an RB3. Uh, maybe he's a flex position. Let me put it that He great. He would be great in the flex because in the flex, you're hoping for uh, some good production from uh, the flex position. So that I can see. Alex Smith is not a deep ball throw, but he's a volume thrower to Jeremy Macklin, who I think is going to get seven or eight catches. Uh, probably uh, uh, around a 100-yard uh, Mark, somewhere on there. Um, uh, Minnesota is is the middle of the pack against uh, preventing fantasy points uh, against a tight end. So the reason I'm saying that is I think Travis Kelsey uh, may be, be able to have a pretty productive... I don't think he gets into the end zone, but I think he, he gets about six or seven catches, 50 to 60 yards, somewhere around. Um, like I said... Kansas City is on the road. Uh, Kansas City is one of the the uh, team against the uh, quarterback and wide receiver and preventing fantasy points. So guess what, Teddy Bridgewater? You're coming off a bye. You're playing at home. And you are going up against the worst pass defense in the NFL. Worst pass defense. Worst pass defense. You wouldn't think that about Kansas City. Kenny, he's a mobile quarterback. He's a mobile quarterback can move around and and create uh, lanes for him to throw to. So this is who I like. At least a wide receiver three, maybe a wide receiver four, um, and definitely could be used in the position. I mentioned him to the caller that who called in um, earlier. I'm talking about Stephon Diggs. I know most people. Don't pay attention or haven't heard of this kid, um, but the, uh, he showed out in uh, uh, his rookie debut, six catches for 87 yards, and that's PPR. That's 14 points. That's gold for, for someone that um, uh, um, that just jumped in a rookie. Uh, so I'm thinking that they're going to play this kid again. They're going to play him against the Kansas City defense, who's worst in the league. If you're looking for a wide receiver, you there is nobody sitting out there that you that that uh, you have any confidence in, or and you want to take a stab, and you got nothing to lose. Stefan Diggs from Minnesota, I'm telling you, I'm thinking he's getting uh, a, a, a double digits. Yeah, yeah, I'm calling that out, double digits. I know the in the leagues I, I picked him up at, um, I have um, wide receiver um, space on my roster, and I picked him up. Uh, I think in the PPR leagues that I have, they only project him to get one point. I, I, I totally disagree with that. I think he's going to get targeted a few more times. This is North Turner. He's going to take advantage of a weakness of a defense, and the weakness of this defense is passing the ball. On the other side, um, I don't have to tell you to play Adrian Peterson. And, and you know what? I had a choice between Teddy Bridgewater and, and Ryan Tannehill and who I was going to play and put in my roster uh, for this week because of uh, my quarterback situation, and I'm putting Ted, Teddy Bridgewater for the simple fact. they're He's going up against the, the, third, the worst pass defense uh, in fantasy uh, is the Kansas City Chiefs, <clears throat> and they're coming off a bye. Two weeks to prepare for this team. And they don't have their best uh, option, meaning Kansas City. So let's move on to the next uh, uh, matchup would be the uh, – this is going to be a good one, the Bengals versus the Bills in Buffalo. Uh, Tyra Taylor is not going to play. E.J. Manuel is taking his spot. Uh, and that's just uh, fine with me because I don't like really too many uh, options on Buffalo. Um Sean McCoy is supposed to come back. Um I think and, he, and he's still not 100%. So, the McCoy, uh fans, I know that you drafted him probably uh, relatively high. <clears throat> Can't wait, couldn't wait for him to come back. Put him in his, you're going to put him in his lineup, but uh I think you should and I hate this this phrase, but I'm going to say it, temper your expectations cuz I don't think Sean McCoy is going to be doing too much today. You're gonna try to pound the ball, maybe involved in a run game, uh, pass game a little bit, but I don't think he's gonna be able to do too much in, in this game. Uh, I don't like Percy Harvin. Uh, Chris Hogan was a favorite target for Tyrod Taylor. Don't know how that's going to equate to
1: <clears throat>
0: equate to um, uh, 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 migrate, I should say, migrate over to EJ Manuel. What kind of rapport they may have. Sammy Watkins has been uh, uh, calling out and saying, give me the damn ball. Sammy Watkins plays. He's going to get targeted by E.J. Manuel. I can tell you that right now. Um, What's that going to equate to? Uh, Cincinnati is is, uh, 20th against preventing fantasy points in a wide receiver position. Uh, So he may have a fairly productive day, but in my opinion, he's a um, wide receiver four, maybe wide receiver three. Um, or you can put him in the flex position because I think he's probably if he's come if he's on the field he's going to get targeted more than than the other other uh, wide receivers. And then where has Charles Clay gone? I can't even it, it, I I don't know what's going on with Charles Clay. He he was on a three game streak of touchdowns, uh, uh, or big yardage, and he just became last week. One catch for seven yards. Don't know without Tyra Taylor there. What what uh, what what what's in store for uh, uh, Charles Clay? B.J. Um, e. Manuel is a unknown quantity. He hasn't played since last year. Don't know. <clears throat> I definitely don't want to want to play him. On the other side, Andy Dalton has been ripping and ripping it up. Red Rifle has been ripping it up. So you, you de- that, definitely play Andy Dalton in this game. Um, you can even play both of these running backs. Uh, Buffalo is uh, eighth against preventing fantasy points against the running back, but um, this the one-two combination with Gio Bernard being more um, uh, relevant in the um, passing game uh, has been been playing pretty well uh, over the last few weeks. Um, but you got to, if in my opinion, I'm still rolling Jeremy Hill out there. I can't believe that um, his production from last year to this year it, it dropped off that much that he's he's not going to um, get back to his form. So I put him in there. I think he he's the goal line back anyway. He's a hammer. If he get down the goal line, he, at least he's going to get a a touchdown, and, and hopefully he gets enough points to get you a fantasy um, a flex position. Uh, and, and I think that's what he's good for until he, he shows enough. And same with uh, Giovanni. All right, let's move on to the next game, which would be another one o'clock game, which would be uh, the um, uh, the um, almighty Detroit Lions hosting the Chicago Bears. Detroit being 0 and 5, Chicago being 2 and 3. Um, Jay Cutler has been balling out the last few games, but I think he comes to a halt today. I don't think he, 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 he he's uh, um, going to do that well. I, more likely he's going to give you double digits, maybe 15, 16 points, but that's about it. He's not going to have a 300-yard um, game. That's not going to happen. Um, I think Matt Forte, D- Detroit can be run on. They are 26th against uh, f- preventing fantasy points against the running back, 26th. 24th against uh, preventing fantasy points against the wide receiver and quarterback um if Arshon Jeffrey and Eddie Royal or one of those guys are not playing uh, Marquise Wilson is a good bet to be the primary um weapon and to get into that end zone um difficult because you don't know how healthy these guys are and what kind of um, production they're going to have because of uh, they've been out multiple weeks. Talking about Alshon Jeffrey, especially Alshon Jeffrey, and also Eddie Royal. Um, Marquise Wilson seems like the one that, uh is, is the one to look at. Um, on the other side of the uh, ledger, uh, I'm I'm rolling out I'm rolling out Amir Abdullah. Um, uh, they still have faith in them, but it's waning. Even though Chicago is number seven against, fan- forget preventing fantasy points against the running back position. Joique Bell has been a um, nothing. Uh, he has done nothing. He, he, he's still battling injuries, and he's averaged what one point one yards uh, per carry or something crazy like that. Theo Riddick is uh, only saved by um, catching the football, so he's he's in. in um, PPR, um, but um, they are uh, battling injuries. Reddick is uh, questionable uh, to play and was injured in practice. He was limited on on Thursday and then was held out on Friday because of his groin strain. Um, so I think it's the a, a, a Amir Abdullah show. I'm I'm thinking that. So they're gonna be leaning on Amir Abdullah and then Joyk Bell as a hammer, um uh to, to give him some play. So uh it's imperative that Abdullah get over his fumbling issues uh in order for Detroit to be effective uh running the football. Quite naturally Golden Tate uh, and um especially Calvin Johnson are gonna be relevant in this in this matchup. Uh, Chicago is 23rd, 23rd in preventing fantasy points and to the uh, um, uh, wide receivers. So I'm thinking that the these two wide receivers are, should have a good day and uh, um, help you in, in your fantasy matchups. All right, let's move on to the next one uh, with um, about eight minutes. Oh, we got about a, uh, <clears throat> a half hour before we get out of here at least. Uh we'll go move on to the uh Broncos going to visit the the Cleveland Browns. Um and that uh, Josh McGowan, I tell you right now, he's not throwing for four hundred and fifty something yards like he did last week against Baltimore. Um totally different um defense. Um Denver is the um is the uh number one in preventing fantasy points against the quarterback and the wide receiver position. So Josh McGowan, don't think he's going to throw for over 400 yards. Don't think he's going to throw for over 300 yards because um, the pass rush and, and the backside of that defense are, are not going to have that happen. Uh, now, I'm Gary Gary Barnage, who's been a surprise tight end uh, throughout the league, uh, I expect uh, Josh McGowan to target him. He's probably his most reliable um, uh, option, uh, it, along with uh, uh, Travis Benjamin, who I think is going to get locked down by one of the DBs. But, uh, in, 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 um, and Duke Johnson is supposed to get involved more. He's involved more in the passing game, but I think he's going to get involved more in the uh, running game. He's a very good uh, flex position, especially in PPR, that you can put him in there, and he he'll, uh, he's he'll, he'll definitely going to give you double-digit points in that flex position. Over in on the other side, the 32nd rated um, in preventing fantasy points against a running back is the Cleveland Browns. That's the worst part of their um, defense is preventing the run. C.J. Anderson, Ronnie Hillman, If you can't do it against this team, Denver, it's got a definite issue. Um, They got to be able to run the football for Peyton Manning to be effective. They don't run the football. Um, There's expectations to go far in the playoffs is not going to come come to fruition because they have to be able to run the football for for Peyton Manning. So if you have C.J. Anderson – I would put him in your lineup. He's a starting running back, regardless of what Ronnie Hillman's been doing. He's a starting court running back. Put him in there. He's got to be able to do something. This is this is put up a shut up time with CJ Anderson and, and uh, Ronnie Hillman. So, uh, quite naturally, you got to play Emmanuel Sanders um, and Demaris Thomas. Uh, both those guys have been heavily targeted um, with uh, to Peyton and and uh, i see them both getting into end zone um all right let's move on and quite naturally in this matchup the denver defense is golden uh, i i think i like them a lot in this de- and and in the previous matchup when i was talking about Kansas City and Minnesota i like minnesota's defense um in that matchup also uh against a very conservative um kansas city uh kansas city offense all right, let's move on to the next game, which is a, another 1 o'clock game. It happens to be my Houston Texans going to fil- visit the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars down in Jacksonville in Duval, um, and, and it's going to be a, a low 70 type of game, partly, well, mostly cloudy, a little on the warm side, but that, it is what it is. Um, and uh, I'm wearing my... DeAndre Hopkins' jersey today because I think he's going to have a big day today. Um, Jacksonville, even though they're number five against preventing uh, fantasy points against the wide receiver, I think uh, Brian Hoyer is going to heavily target um, DeAndre Hopkins, and and, uh, I see him getting over 100 yards, getting into the end zone, and, and 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 not getting, and not getting, and not getting, um, uh, and, and getting about seven to eight catches, and getting into the end zone. But the key to the Houston Texans offense is Mr. Foster, not Jody Foster, Mr. Foster, Arian Foster, um, running the football. Uh, Jacksonville is twenty eighth in preventing fantasy points against the running back position. So what do you do? What, what, what does Houston like to do? He's involved in the passing game also, so he he's involved in PPR especially. I see him getting four or five catches out of the backfield. I see him getting about 30 or 40 yards in, in, in the passing game, and also getting about 60 or 70 yards and a trip into the end zone. I think um, Arian Foster, uh, owners who have been patient holding on to Arian Foster until he became healthy and was able to play, um this is the third week back. I think uh, he is going to give you um what you've been asking for ever since the beginning of the season started from Arian Foster. On the other side of the ball, um, um <clears throat> excuse me. Uh Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh they play they play very well at home. Now if you have TJ Yeldon, don't expect TJ Yeldon to play. He's a game time decision, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And he has a uh, He may not play He may not play Uh, And uh, I I think that the The uh, um, The Him being unsure Of how well he's going To um, play And if he'd be able to play a whole game uh, I would sit him on the bench The two guys three guys that I, I, I uh, look at in this game that have been productive week in and week out. Um, two of them have. One of them is, is fighting his way back from injury. I'm talking about, a, in no particular order, Alan Hearns, who I've been talking about for weeks now, um, at least at least two, two or three weeks, and, and I think he he, 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 he does his thing as he always does. And, and uh, Alan Robinson, and then Julius Thomas, who is going to be the new toy for Blake Bortles when he needs to get bailed out in the middle of the field, big target. Uh he's going to get uh involved in the in the passing game. All right, let's move on to the next uh, uh game, which would be the start of the nope, last one o'clock game would be the Titans versus the Dolphins. Um all right, for those who's going to go out uh uh leave me um it, it, at eleven o'clock. Uh, we got, um, we'll be going into overtime cause I'm going to cover the rest of these games and, and uh, uh, tune in next week, 10 a.m. Eastern standard time where, um, uh, myself who I'm JT, AKA the master, will be here again with the master plan. And, uh, we'll be uh, talking about the fantasy football as we always do. Um, uh, with that being said, let me uh, go into this four o'clock game. And for those who are going to leave me, um, thanks for leaving me uh not thankful me
1: uh
0: <laughs> that that was stupid um thanks for for listening to me i should say and uh come back next week and hopefully we can help you win another fantasy matchup and uh good luck this weekend in your fantasy um matchups uh on t- today and, and including uh, tomorrow all right let's move on to the um we're in overtime now let's move on to the next game on the docket which like like i said is the um, Titans versus the Miami Dolphins, who fired their head coach, who fired their defensive coordinator, and, and um, who have a, uh, supposedly a new mindset, be a tougher team, more a physical team. Um, for those Lamar Miller owners who uh, are looking for Lamar Miller to do his thing or, or to finally get to more touches. Now, they had said that Lamar Miller was going to be more involved in the offense, including the passing game. Well, up until their bye week, that did not take place uh, for whatever reason. Um, let's see if it happens um, coming out off the bye. Because they come off a bye, but they're on the road. Um, they're coming off a bye. They're playing the Tennessee Titans, who, believe it or not, are uh, sixth against preventing fantasy point, uh, sixth preventing fantasy points uh, in the running back position, eighth against uh, the uh, wide receiver position, and 14th against the quarterback position. So, and their weakness in Tennessee is the um, um, tight end, preventing fantasy points for the tight end. So I'm thinking Jordan Cameron should have a good day. What do you think? I'm thinking he should have a good day. So um, for those Jordan Cameron owners, uh, put him in your lineup for confidence. Uh, I still like these two wide receivers, uh, and I think both of them will get into the end zone. I'm thinking Rashard Matthews, um, who I talked about Uh, um, at length several weeks ago, he gave you a bad week against the Jets, which was expected because of the Jets' pass defense, especially the Jets' defensive backfield, who was very good. And it reflected because uh, the wide receiver, the the passing game, uh, wasn't that uh, strong or didn't produce, I should say, uh, in that game over in – over across the pond. Um, But I think they should come back and and play pretty well against the uh, Tennessee Titans off coming off a bye, retooled the offense, uh, retooled the defense, uh, and and I think uh, they they, retooled the mindset of the whole team. So I'm thinking Jarvis Landry, who's a PPR machine, and Rashard Matthews, who's been a, a big play wide receiver, should do well this week. So put those guys in with confidence. Rashard Matthews is probably a flex position. Um, Jarvis Landry, a wide receiver two, three. More like a wide receiver two um, because of the introduction, especially in PPR. All right, let's move over to the – and Lamar Miller. You know, I really like Lamar Miller. I think um, for those – like I said, for those Lamar Miller um, um, owners – this is a good time to put him in there in a flex position and, and see what he does. He's supposed to get involved in, in a passing game. I think he's going to give you double digits. And and, and if they start feeding the ball and you start producing, uh, you may be richly rewarded. On the other side of the ball, let's see uh, if uh, Marcus Mariota can go come up against a, a, a retooled defense and, and a more uh, aggressive defense. Um they run a running back by committee, uh, Antonio Andrews, Dexter McCluster, and Bishop Sankey. I'm telling you right now, this guy's due to come back in three weeks. I think he's elig- el- eligible to come back in three weeks. Uh, they put him on IR, designated to return, uh, and he's eligible to come back in, in week nine. I'm talking about David Cobb. Got hurt early, early, early. Um, you got a position on your waiver wire excuse me, you got a position that's an IR position or something like that, pick them up, stick them on there. It won't affect your, your bench lineup. It'll be in your IR. And, and um, uh, because, and the reason I'm saying this is because Tennessee has a very favorable um, schedule as it pertains to the running back position. So if you can get one of the Tennessee running backs – uh and I'm and I'm thinking it's either Anthony a- Antonio Andrews or David Cobb and I'm leaning toward David Cobb, uh it would be advisable to try to pick him up and stash him uh for for the uh stretch run, ninth, tenth um um uh week of the season because uh, he has a nice schedule going forward. All right. Um Let's move on to the – and, oh, I'm sorry, Kendall Wright and uh, uh, Delaney Walker are your picks, and you definitely got to play both of these guys because um, Miami is 25th in preventing fantasy points against the wide receiver position and 15th, which is middle of the pack, against tight end. So Marcus Marietta likes throwing to these guys, uh, Delaney Walker and Kendall Wright, because they usually – Patrol the middle of the field or short safe passes, and they do can can uh, are effective in yak. So, um, I, I like those two guys to be very productive, um, this, uh, this week. All right, let's move on to the four o'clock games where we have one, two, three, four, uh, three of them. Uh, and, and the next one would be the Panthers visiting the Seahawks and, uh, Carolina is one of these undefeated teams that is on the road uh, going to visit the two and three, yes, two and three Seattle Seahawks. And uh, um, the only play here that I can honestly give you, okay, with confidence. Now you got Cam Newton. Uh, don't expect temporary expectations with Cam Newton, but you got to play Cam Newton because he's a dual threat uh, quarterback. Um, Jonathan Stewart. Um, if you have better options, put them in there because I don't think Jonathan Stewart, even before this this game, what has not been that productive. Um, the one weakness that Seattle has in preventing fantasy points because they're eighth, first, eighth in quarterback, first in running back, third in wide, uh, wide receiver preventing fantasy points, and twenty eighth in preventing fantasy points against the tight end position. So what's that tell you? it tells you Greg Olsen should be the only play that you play in um for the Carolina Panthers. Other than I, I do believe they're going to get in and within field goal range and they have a very good field goal kicker. So and I yes, I'm I'm calling out a kicker here and I think this guy's going to get at least two or three field goals out of out of here. Um along with at least one extra point and I'm talking about Graham Gano. So, and the fact is this, um, and, and I know this is a chance play, this is a risk play, but I, 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 something in my gut tells me I should play this. And I'm not picking winners and losers. I don't do that. I just pick uh, who's going to be fantasy, fantasy relevant. I like Luke Kuechly, Kuechly is coming back. He's finally coming back. And he's a tackle machine. He's He puts pressure on the quarterback. Uh, Seattle's offensive line is one of their weakest points on their th- team. Uh, Russell Wilson, week in and week out, has to run for his life because the fact is uh, the um, weakness of that offensive line, I like the Carolina defense in here. Sacks, um, possibly turnovers. Um, I, I know that Wilson doesn't turn the ball over that much, but I, I like the, the type of pressure uh, that they put on uh, opposing offenses, especially an offensive line like a, Seattle's. Even though they're playing in Seattle, I still like the Carolina um, defense. On the other side, uh, Marshall Lynch is coming back, and Carolina is uh, 22nd against uh, – 22nd, Preventing fantasy points against the uh, running back position. So Marshawn Lynch coming back uh, should have, if he gets a full load, which I do believe he will, uh, I think he gets a total of a hundred yards. Not on, maybe not on the ground, but I guess a total hundred yards and get to visit into the end zone. Hard to pick any wide receiver in the in that position. If I was to pick one, I would and I put him in the flex. It would be Tyler Lockett, and only because if your your um, your league counts return points, um, return yardage, return yards uh, for points or whatever, then I would put Tyler Lockett in the flex position because um, he's a big play waiting to happen. And uh, Carolina is extremely good. Uh, against the tight end, which are number two, against the wide receiver, which are number 11, and against the quarterback in preventing fantasy points. Their the weakness is the running back with their 22nd preventing fantasy points against the uh, running back position. So even though I said I like Marshawn Lynch, I don't like the uh, wide receivers because you don't know who's going to do what and who's going to be the main guy for that day. Uh, I would like, like to think, um, hello, I would like to think that uh, uh, Russell Wilson said he's going to try to get Jimmy Graham involved in, in the offense. What I mean, that's his job. I, I would think he would try to do that. Anyway, let's move on to the next matchup, uh, which would be the uh, Green Bay Packers hosting the San Diego Chargers, uh, which Phil Rivers is two and three comes off a tough loss to the Steelers on Monday night and are 0 and 2 in road games. Quite naturally the the Packers are 5 and 0, had a rough go at it uh the last uh last week against St. Louis, still won the game, still 5 and 0 and playing a team that's 0 and 2 on the road. <clears throat> Phillip, Phillip Rivers is um on the road, he's uh uh just had three touchdowns over two games with never more than 246 yards. And he was sacked four times in those two away games. Uh, and the offensive line is getting worse. If I'm not mistaken, I think there's some issues on the offensive line. Uh, offensive linemen hurt. Uh, the rotating offensive linemen. So I'm not – I know you may have Phillip Rivers as your – one of your if, – if not the quarterback on your team, uh, but no, tempered expectations because this is a very underrated Green Bay defense, the number five uh it, it, number 5 uh in preventing fantasy points uh, against the quarterback number 4 uh, in in the same thing against uh wide receivers preventing fantasy points and um number 13 so for those who picked up the green bay off defense you've done it, you've done a uh, 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 you've done a good thing here let me put it that way uh because this is an ideal situation to go against the um um Green Bay Packers. The number fourteenth against the tight end. Antonio uh, Antonio um um Gates came back and had a big game yet last week. First game back after a four four weeks suspension. I still think he Phillip Rivers love throwing it to Antonio Gates. Uh so he's gonna be able to complete passes to Gates. I think he gets into the end zone. Um, four to five catches, about fifty to sixty yards. And uh I think he does the same thing with uh Keelan Allen. Um and uh, um but I don't think the Melvin Gordon or Danny Woodhead, um is, or especially Melvin Gordon, I don't think he's gonna be effective in this game, Danny Woodhead because he's he's really in in, in the uh, um he gets involved in a passing game, can give you uh, uh, double digits and he could be a uh, decent flex. And that's about that's about as much as I can get from that. Uh Aaron Rodgers, uh I don't even have to you play Aaron Rodgers, They put it that way. Eddie Lacey you're going up against the 31st um, uh, defense rated uh, on fantasy, like, uh, preventing fantasy points in, in the running back position. You should be able to. Eddie Lacy, fa- um, owners who've been dying to see what Eddie Lacy, you, you drafted him high, probably within the top five in your drafts, and haven't been in that top five position. Hello? Hello? Um, and uh, – uh, you're going to be getting uh, – you should be getting um, rewarded uh, starting this week. Uh, Green Bay has a very favorable um, um, schedule going forward uh, with, in the running back position. So uh, the uh, you should be able to reap the rewards week in and week out. Even though he had to buy next week, still should be able to reap the rewards of Eddie Lacy uh, going forward. Uh, so I think he had a very good day. Put him in there with confidence. Don't put him on the bench because he's not being productive. James Jones, Randall Cobb, you got to put these guys in it because they produce. And Richard Rodgers, tight end, um, he's been getting looks. He's been getting into the end zone. He recently went on a streak of games with around 45 yards, and he scored twice. Um, so, if you're looking for a tight end, and and, and you didn't pick up Ben Watson um, on for Thursday night try Richard Rodgers you can't he he scored twice in the last two weeks so try him what do you, you don't have anything to lose let's move on to the next matchup which would be the uh do I really want to talk about this game do I really want to talk about this game this is this is uh where what what happened to these two teams talking about baltimore Visiting the San Francisco 49ers. My God. First, before I even say anything, San Francisco 49ers in preventing fantasy points. Against the quarterback position, the 29th. Against the running back position, the 27th. Against the wide receiver position, the 28th. And preventing preventing fantasy points against the tight end position, the 25th. The Baltimore Ravens, in preventing fantasy points in the uh, the quarterback position, they're 31st. The running back position, they're 10th. The wide receiver position, they're 31st. And the tight end position, they're 5th. There are a lot of points going to be scored in this game because neither team has a defense worth uh, anything. This is going. This is. I mean, this is. This is. This is going to be like a uh, preseason three game where the starters get in there, or the or the, or the uh, uh, preseason four game where the backups get in there and points start it's just scoring all over the place because no one can stop the other team. Um, so I, I'm expecting Justin Forsett to be able to be successful here in the passing game and the running game. I'm. 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 I'm I'm uh, thinking that Camir Aiken, who I just talked to um, one of my callers, that I like him a lot in here because San Francisco stinks against the pass, so I I I, I like him a lot. Um, so I mean, and, and on the other side, San Francisco, Colin Kaepernick, where where you had a decent game last week and you lost, but Carlos Hyde, I expect our Carlos Hyde to be able to run the football. And be very successful. And Quan Bolton and Torrey Smith. I expect both these guys to get about four or five catches, 70, 80 yards, somewhere around there, and get a trip into the end zone. Like I said, I don't pick winners and losers here. I'm just picking fantasy. And and this is probably, believe it or not, folks, if you got some of these players, I think you're going to be able to cash in because, like I said, both these defenses stink. Um and and I think they're going to be scoring uh, they're going to be scoring a decent amount of fantasy points on both sides uh, of the field. Uh, Baltimore, I'm talking about, and San Francisco. All right, let's move on to to the 8:30 uh, uh, game, where this is where everybody wants to see. Um, I, I you know I, I don't know if they're they're, they're um, uh, sadistic or whatever, but they want to see Indianapolis get their butt beat by New England. I I, I don't know why, but uh, it's just a football game. but uh, they're saying Tom Brady's going to throw for 600 yards. Well, I don't think he's going to throw for that much. Um, I think he throws for about a little over 300 yards. I think that's his average somewhere around there, and about three touchdowns. Garrett Blunt and Deion Lewis um, are going to get into the end zone but two different ways. Garrett Blunt on the ground, Deion Lewis in the air. Uh, Julian Edelman and Rob Gronkowski have their usual day in six or seven catches, and with about 100 yards or so, and a trip into the end zone. On and Stephen Koskowski, even because that offense can move the football and may not even get into the end zone, will be in position to kick field goals is a good play here too. On the other side, Andrew Luck coming back after a two week injury um, um layoff. Um probably thrilled for a couple of touchdowns, but uh it'll be in vain. Uh Frank Gore, uh he may he's a, probably a good flex. I don't think um, New England, who is nine ninth in preventing fantasy points, are going to let uh, Frank Gore run wild. Uh, they're pretty um, um, giving and preventing fantasy points against the wide re- wide receiver position and quarterback position in twentieth and twenty two respectively. Uh, I think that the uh, the way that uh, the Indianapolis Colts are going to move the football and get into the end zone is in the air, which means Dante Moncrief. T. Y. Hilton, and yes, even Dwayne Allen. Dwayne Allen is healthy now, um, and uh, Andrew Luck likes throwing to Dwayne Allen versus Kobe Fleener. Uh, Dwayne Allen is more of a uh, um, old school tight end. He can block and he can also catch the football, which is more um, uh, versatile than Kobe Fleener, who's strictly a uh, pass catching tight end. All right, let's move on to the last and final game, which happens to be the Giants visiting the Eagles uh, on Monday night football. And um, this it should be another uh, interesting game where I think Eli throws for about 300 yards and a couple touchdowns. So quite naturally you Eli lovers are going to put him in, put them in, him in your lineup uh, and uh, watch him uh, work his magic. And, but uh, uh it may not be to the wide receivers you you are thinking of. Odell Beckham is dealing with a hamstring. Reuben Randall is dealing with a hamstring. Uh, Dwayne Harris may be your best bet. Uh, I know that probably that Eli and Odell are probably going to get a um, try to get him in in both of the games. Well, let me put it this way: if you're you have to pay attention to what's taking place in the injury report. Uh, The last few days and see if Odell Beckham has a shot of playing. You don't want to be stuck out there without Odell Beckham um, uh, in your lineup come Monday night if you're looking for him to play and look, especially if you're looking for him to give you some points to give you a win uh, for this week. Uh, So you got to look and see if both Ruben Randall and Odell Beckham are playing. let me see if I have uh well you won't have it yet because they're playing on Monday. So if you have a viable uh option, if you have a very good option, uh or you wanted to um spin the wheel and 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 see if you can get come up lucky and have one of those guys playing, then do so. But uh if they play, they're going to be effective. Let me put it that way. I do re- do believe that. Um uh Philly is thirtieth against the preventing fantasy points against the wire wide receiver position, and also 26th against uh, uh, preventing points against the uh, um, uh, quarterback position. So I I expect that the way the Giants are going to attack the Eagles is through the air. Um, On the other side, I think Sam Bradford in that offense is finally getting it, and I think he's going to throw for 300 yards playing at home. Uh, And uh, that uh, DeMarco Murray is going to be able to run through that – uh, 19th rated preventing fantasy points uh, team of the Giants and, and uh, um, produce. Uh, I also like Zach Ertz, who the Giants are 29th in preventing fantasy points against. Um, it, it's going to be a, a effective. I don't think the the wide receivers are strictly three-fourth, 4 um, wide receiver three-four type of wide receivers. Um, you, if you want to take a chance and put them in a flex position, you can do so. Uh, Do that at your own risk and peril. Um, I would think that uh, Zach Ertz would be a a good option in your tight end position if you're missing somebody in your tight end position. Um, Okay, we come to the end of the show. Um, I appreciate you listening to me. Uh, Like I said, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time is when I'll be back here next Sunday. Tune in when we go into week seven. Quite naturally, Green Bay and, and several other teams are going to be on a bye. And uh, we'll be talking about some sleepers and some some um, buds and, and, and duds and, and the like. With that being said, um, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy the games that are coming on today, tonight, and uh, Monday night. And we'll talk to you next week. See ya.